0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. The year 2020 has been like no other, at least in most of our lifetimes. A global pandemic has gripped and devastated nearly every country in the world, And now we all have new words in our vocabulary that were rarely, if ever, used before. Today we speak of self-isolation, social distancing, and lockdowns, just to name a few. And all because of a coronavirus called COVID-19, which has, at the time of recording, taken the lives of nearly half a million people worldwide, has infected over nine million people, and has left every country with very bruised and broken economies with recessions forecast across the planet. The most accepted theory is the coronavirus first emanated in the Chinese city of Wuhan, in a seafood market where seafood wasn't the only food on offer. Scientists believe it came from a part of the market where people sold wild animals, known as wet markets. Everything from foxes, frogs, porcupines, pangolins to bats, and all of their tracing indicates that the illegal wildlife trade Is most definitely involved. The World Health Organization has been very vocal warning countries about wet markets, but in a statement they said they can't outlaw them as policing countries is beyond their scope of power. Despite the evidence suggesting COVID 19 came from Wuhan, numerous conspiracy theories about its origin have also been doing the rounds from the start including it's a bioweapon created for population control that either deliberately or unintentionally was released from a lab in Wuhan. It's a cash grab by big pharmaceutical companies who have already developed the coronavirus vaccine. And one of the more ridiculous ones, it was caused by the rollout of 5G Wi-Fi in China. I mean, I could do an entire episode just on the conspiracy theories alone. One thing that has happened as a result of this global pandemic is is a significant increase in crimes, many very serious, including hate crimes against Asian communities in countries all over the world, a terrifying increase in domestic abuse and family violence, cyber attacks, child exploitation, fraud, burglaries and looting. But as always, in addition to the horrible crimes we've just mentioned, the smooth criminals haven't let us down either. So today, whether you're self-isolating, in quarantine, lockdown, or starting to emerge from your cocoons as restrictions are lifted, grab a nice cup of tea and settle in for some corona crimes. I'm Tori Hodgman, and welcome to a special edition of the Smooth Criminal Podcast. (laughs) Now, not all the crimes we're talking about in the show today fall in the category of funny. In fact, few of them do. Most of them are downright weird, bizarre and even nasty. I always thought COVID-19 was going to bring out either the best or the worst in people and look, let's just say, today we are going to be looking at some of the worst. In the UK, as in many countries, legislation now exists to protect people who are victims of coronavirus threats, which are now crimes. Way back in March, police officers at Victoria Station in central London had to deal with some of the first corona criminals on the planet, when people started attacking emergency workers by coughing on them. Legislation was quickly passed to make attacks like these a crime, with penalties including up to two years' imprisonment for any filthy bastard who committed them. The police received numerous reports from shop workers, emergency workers, vulnerable people, and even other police officers who had been deliberately coughed at by people claiming to have COVID-19. The charges of assault are not limited to only coughing, but also include other actions like spitting, and one David Mott, aged 40, was sentenced to 26 weeks in prison after he spat at police officers who approached him when he was flouting the self-isolation orders, and also not following social distancing rules. In fact, in the first month of lockdown in the UK, there were over 300 prosecutions for assaults on police and emergency workers. People in the UK have also been charged with all sorts of crimes related to COVID-19, including theft of oxygen machines and PPE from hospitals and doctor's surgeries, property damage by puncturing ambulance tyres and theft after raiding food banks, just to name a few. But these crimes aren't unique just to the UK, with similar reports and charges happening all over the world. In Australia, celebrity chef and former co-host of the popular cooking show My Kitchen Rules, Pete Evans, caused quite a stir only a week or two ago when he started posting extremely bizarre rants on Instagram, suggesting COVID-19 is one big fat conspiracy. Evans was begging people to look out for certain codes and suggested that behind closed doors, mass trials and executions were taking place. And the code words were all meant to look out for? Well, they included self quarantined, tested negative for CV, as well as tested positive for CV. Evans also ended up being fined 25 grand for another antic when he promoted a biocharger on Facebook that allegedly was able to eradicate COVID 19. What looked like nothing more than a really ugly and large square-shaped lava lamp would set anyone gullible enough to buy it back by about 15 grand. According to Evans, it's programmed with a thousand different recipes and there's a couple in there for the Wuhan coronavirus. I'm a bit bummed about this because even though I've known this guy's a bit of a whack job, his recipe book, Eat Your Greens, is one of my favourite cookbooks of all time and I do recommend if you ever see it, grab it, it's fabulous. Now over to the US where they had their own version of Pete Evans in an actor who had minor roles in Iron Man 3 and Thor by the name of Keith Middlebrook who also claimed he had a cure for COVID-19. The FBI were not impressed and he was arrested and is still waiting formal charges. Still in the US where some truly bizarre crimes have taken place. In Maryland, the police department posted on Facebook a friendly reminder to the community that wearing pants when walking to your letterbox to collect your mail is a good thing to do. It seems some people became so comfy during self-isolation they stopped wearing clothes, and numerous complaints of naked or semi-naked people fetching their mail led to the police department's Facebook post. And over in Florida... Pastor Rodney Howard Brown made world news when he held a service for hundreds of people after the self-isolating and social distancing regulations were put in place. Howard Brown was arrested after turning himself into the Hernando County Police Department and he was charged with unlawful assembly and violation of a public health emergency order. Pastor Tony Spell of Louisiana who held at least six church services in violation of stay-at-home orders and a pastor in Kentucky who held services for dozens of congregation members over the Easter holiday also found themselves in hot holy water. In fact social distancing proved to be problematic for many people like 25-year-old Brandon Hicks who was at the Commons Ford Ranch Metropolitan Park with a group of friends illegally drinking, smoking pot, and ignoring social distancing rules. Texas Park Ranger Cassidy Stilwell calmly approached them and politely explained to them the social distancing recommendations. But Hicks didn't like what he had to say, so he did what any smooth criminal would do and pushed Ranger Stilwell into the lake. Hicks was arrested and later gave a public apology to Ranger Stilwell, saying that his behaviour was out of character and he held him and all law enforcement officers in the highest regard. Despite the apology, though, Hicks is facing charges of attempted assault on a public servant, with his next court appearance only last week, and so far I haven't been able to find out what the outcome was. While many people flouted the new regulations and restrictions with gay abandon, others took them very seriously. Like the mayor in Illinois, who called the police to arrest his wife for breaching stay-at-home orders. The police found the mayor's wife at a local tavern with several other people, all of whom were also arrested and charged. Shame the same can't be said about a mayor in Wollongong, Australia, who was very vocal urging his constituents to stay home during the pandemic, but was then spotted outside a pub in the centre of town drinking a bottle of beer. Tony Herbert and three acquaintances – none of whom were social distancing, were all captured on a photo that was handed over to the police. All four men were fined for not adhering to social distancing regulations and in addition, they were all given warnings for drinking in a prohibited area. The mayor also copped a further warning for parking his car the wrong way on a one-way street. And still on people who chose to ignore social distancing regulations, in Missouri's Lake of the Ozarks over the Memorial Day weekend – Hundreds of dickheads attended the zero-ducks-given pool party. Wow, cowabunga dudes. At the Backwater Jack's Tiki Bar. I know, I know, it's not a surfing thing, but you know, like seriously? Zero-ducks-given? Whatever. Health authorities were notified and published stern warnings for all who attended. If they didn't maintain a six-foot distance between other people they needed to self-quarantine for 14 days, or until they tested negative for COVID-19. COVID-19 has also brought about some absolutely ridiculous and disgusting social media challenges. On Facebook, people started participating in the Licking Challenge, where they would go to supermarkets and local shops and take photos of themselves licking goods on the shelves. They would then upload the images, proof of themselves being total fuckwits, to their social media. And I don't know, get off on how many likes they received for their filthy acts. I've got no idea. In Missouri, the police arrested a man in a Walmart who was caught filming himself licking deodorant. In Texas, a man was arrested after posting on Facebook, My home base cousin has COVID-19 and has licked everything for the past two days because we paid him to. Over in Wisconsin a woman who claimed her actions were a protest against COVID-19 was arrested for licking the door handles of a freezer in a grocery store. Gross. People also turned to spitting and coughing on not only people, but also food, leading to many arrests in many U.S. states. After crashing into four cars, a woman in Colorado then spat on the cops who attended the scene, saying, there's some corona for you. Now all you need is a piece of lime. I mean, I've got to give a credit for that line, but seriously? To Pennsylvania, where a supermarket had to throw out approximately $35,000 worth of groceries after a woman coughed on items down every aisle. That filthy pig ended up being charged with felony terrorist threats and threats to use a biological agent. In Australia, Health Minister Greg Hunt announced that the deliberate transmission of COVID-19 could be punishable with a lifetime prison sentence. This announcement came about in response to numerous reports of people abusing healthcare care and emergency staff workers, as well as the police, by coughing and spitting on them. The Australian state with the highest number of corona crimes fines, both in number and also monetary penalty, is Victoria. Over 6,000 fines have been enforced in Victoria, compared to, say, Queensland, which has enforced just over 2,000 fines, or New South Wales with around 1,300 infringement notices. Probably one of the most talked about side effects of COVID-19 was the excessive hoarding of toilet paper and many crimes that occurred when people couldn't get their hands on a roll. Sadly, many of those stories came out of Australia and I was mortified at the time, I'm mortified still. But it wasn't just Australia where people went a little cray-cray over the humble bog roll. In North Carolina a stolen semi-trailer carrying 18,000 rolls of toilet paper was pulled over by some very surprised police officers. In California, police descended en masse on a Costco store when a massive brawl started over a shortage of paper towels, water and toilet paper. And still in California, a mother and son were arrested after a violent physical fight. According to the son, he punched his mother after she hid the toilet paper from him. According to the mother, she had to hide it because her son used too much. And following on from our theme last week of people calling emergency services for all the wrong reasons, in Oregon, the Newport Police had to post on their Facebook page begging people to stop calling 911 because they'd run out of toilet paper. They even suggested a list of alternatives to toilet paper including corn cobs, pages from books, shop catalogues, wet wipes and paper towels and put out a stern reminder that none of the above are flushable. Thanks for listening to the latest special edition episode of the Smooth Criminal Podcast. A little longer than usual and I hope some of you have made it to the end. Please make sure you hit the like buttons, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends and even leave a review if you can. Also, please subscribe to the Smooth Criminal Podcast channel on YouTube. In addition to the weekly episodes of the podcast, we also have a special series looking into the diabolical fuck-up in Australia, letting COVID-19 positive passengers off the Ruby Princess cruise ship, responsible for the most COVID-19 cases in Australia. There's a criminal investigation and a special commission of inquiry. Sadly, 22 people have lost their lives and over 800 people have also contracted COVID-19. Our special series, The Wreck of the Ruby Princess, is following the investigation and inquiry and it's absolutely fascinating. Hope to see you there. Until next time, stay safe and remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by, a smooth criminal.